0: You know, all churches are not the same. I mean, I see churches in every corner all over the world. But you know what? Some of them have never even got to know who God is. And they go to church every Sunday, you know. They exalt the church, but not the man, the, the creator of heaven and earth. And, and, and it's so sad to know that they're not taught. Not everybody has good teachers, you know. And because they're not taught, they stay ignorant. And the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So it's important on Wednesday nights, you know, Bible study nights because, you know, we put all our efforts in teaching everyone who walks in this place. And the proof is in the pudding, right? The proof, the, the proof is in the eating. We see them later when they testify. And tonight I was touched. But I sit in the back. I usually come up to the front, but I sit in the back while Jessica was taking an offering. And and it just blows my mind. Of, I mean, you you see how she takes the offering; like she knows every word she's saying is true. I mean, she's—it's uh, in her heart. You see the way it comes out, right? But I'm thinking back when they first started coming. You know, I mean, she couldn't have done that; they wouldn't have done that. You know, I mean, they first—they they were in trouble. They came here and they got their lives straight. They—she they, found out who he is and and what it takes to be blessed financially, and and and. And I was just in awe, you know, just like, man, you know. And and I was patting myself in the back because I, you know, (laughs) uh, I I, I was her teacher, you know. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's so awesome, you know. It was so awesome, you know. I was ready to jump up and down, you know. (laughs) But, you know, just like what happened to Jessica, it's happening to each and every one of you little by little by little. Because if you go to church for 10 years, 15 years or whatever and you're the same and you go home and you do the same and, and, and you eat the same, you drink the same, you talk the same, but, but yet you think that you're doing, you're pleasing God by going to church on Sunday. Uh, definitely they, most people don't go Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you know, and, and they think they did something great, you know, but, but that's not what it is all about. It's, a, it's about going and meeting the Holy Spirit, you know. Because the Holy Spirit is who is who helps you, the Holy Spirit is is, is who comes inside of you and lives in you. So, so if you don't not only gotta know who He is, but who is the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit what is, what does the Holy Spirit do? And tonight, you know, I mean, uh, uh, my title of my message tonight is "Let the Holy Spirit be your guide." Well, how can you let uh this Holy Spirit be your guide if you don't even know there is a Holy Spirit? I mean, I was a Catholic for most of my life, you know till i went to to I started lakewood church in my i mean way nineteen seventy three uh I've never even heard about the Holy Spirit, and I was going to Catholic Church you know and we prayed we did whatever they told us to do, but never knew the Holy Spirit as a person you know. And thank God I met him, and I, and I learned all about him, and he put the, the teaching spirit in my heart, you know. Thank you, my father. So Wednesday nights, I welcome you to the Wednesday night or study nights. Thank you, my father. We study the word of God, and we grow in the knowledge of our creator, Hallelujah. our heavenly God, our father. And as we grow in the in the knowledge of our creator, then we can say, we know who you are. Because a lot of people might sing that song, but they really don't know who he is, you know. And how do I know that they don't know who he is? Just, if you just took a tour of their house or walk around with them one day, and, and what comes out of their mouth, you know. I can't afford this, I can't afford that, I couldn't do this, and this you know. And and so you, you're ready to pull your hair out, you know, said man, I not this person doesn't know anything, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, my Father. And if you if you, do, if you if you did not really know of who God is tonight, say tonight is your night. Exactly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The good news is that when we truly know that we are born again, and we are born of God, then everything becomes new. We become you. Yes. That's one great thing about this church. People come here, they didn't even know that there was a born-again thing. I mean, they think, well, how am I going to be born again? I'm old already, you know. <laughs> they, well, here again, they need knowledge of the Word of God, you know. And they need faith to believe that what God said is true. So, hallelujah, tonight, open your ears of your understanding and your heart. And by faith, accept the words from God, Okay. We 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 need to know that we're truly born again, and everything that we're doing from today on, or from the day you started here, you became you, born again of God by His Spirit. Who can say Amen to that? Amen. I bet I could ask several people to come up and testify, right? Amen. And they know it happened, right? So let's study and learn. Make sure you bring a notebook all the time and take notes and take scriptures and then go home and study them, you know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's study and learn about the, listen to this word, regenerating work of the Holy Spirit. That's a big word. The regenerating work of the Holy Spirit. You know, I was reading the Bible today, you know, and, 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 uh, In in the book of Titus, uh, it says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. So he didn't save us because we're good or we're okay or we're handsome or beautiful. No. We have nothing to do with it. That's why we have to thank him and bless him and worship him. Because it wasn't by our works of righteousness. It wasn't by us being good. Uh, you know nothing that we did created all this, but according to his mercy that 's when when you pray you and you worship, you said, "Oh, thank you, God for your mercy." You looked at me and you saved me. Amen. How did he save you by the washing or regeneration and by renewing of the holy uh, of the holy chosen? person you know Holy, the Holy Ghost hallelujah in, in NRT, he said he saved us not because of the righteous things that we had done but because of because his mercy he, he washed us it was his mercy it was your mercy that's why that's why it's, it should be so easy to pray and worship because it was nothing we're sitting here and there's nothing we did to, to, to change our lives it was his mercy he had mercy on us, Hallelujah. and He took our and He took all our sins away, giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. It was all the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to get to know the Holy Spirit, because it was the work of the Holy Spirit that did that. In the Book of Proverbs, I I, I read, you know, uh, that He He generously poured out His Spirit upon us through Christ our savior through Jesus Christ man you know i've taught i've taught a lot of this in the past you know and uh, and uh, on on who is the holy spirit and what did he do or what part did he play in the creation of the world and we learn what the bible calls the holy spirit can okay, you say amen so study about it. Who is the Holy Spirit? Not only who is the creator, but who is the Holy Spirit? Because that's going to be the key for your change. Then the book of Job, uh, you know, in the message, you know, so we don't have the message, but just uh, believe me, I wrote it from the message. T- it tells us that, 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 that the Spirit of God made me what I am. The breath of God Almighty gave me life. Before we got saved, we think we thought we were alive. People would ask, you, "Oh, you're alive? Of course, I'm alive. I'm breathing." But no, we were dead. We were dead, and He took Him, it took the Spirit of God to to make you what you are today. So, if you look at yourself in the mirror today, people tell you they did, man, he's different, she's different. They weren't the same, you know. Now, some couples used to come one one by themselves for a long time. Then all of a sudden, the other one joined. And, they, and, you know, they say that they're not the same, you know, what happened, you know? So it was the Spirit of God that made me what I am. And it was the breath of God Almighty that gave me life. The Word calls him the breath of God. Write this down. The, the breath of God. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hmm. The word of the Holy Spirit, the life-giving spirit, the the living spirit of God, the the spirit or fire, the fire of God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life. Who is this man? This is what he is, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of grace. The spirit of glory, the eternal spirit, the all-gladness, the eternal spirit, the comforter, the paraclete. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about being regenerated, made alive. It takes all of this to regenerate a person and make them alive. Alive in the inside. And then it will begin to show on the outside. It's so wonderful because I, you know, we've been, we started this church back in 2011, seven. And we started in a cemetery. And now we're alive, you know. <laughs> but that was our first church in the cemetery. Who was there with us? Man, like eight people, you know. That was fun. <laughs> so, that, so, so we did it the right way. We had to go to cemetery first, and then, and then he made us alive, and then we said, okay, we can get up and leave now. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Regenerated, made alive. In the inside, then it begins to show on the outside. <laughs> In the book of Titus, it says, it says um, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. So in everything that Jesus says and does it involves the Holy Spirit. So we not only need to know Jesus as our Lord, God as our Father, but who is the Holy Spirit? So, so before I go any further, you know, the definition of regeneration and renewing, you know, Here's what here's what the uh, what the dictionary says, the um, you know the the art of producing anew. So if you're still the old man and you haven't arrived, you're still the old woman. No, you know, if you believe that the Holy Spirit regenerated you already, yeah. then then. It, then that was the art of producing a new, you became a new person. And if you're sitting here tonight and you don't understand what I'm talking about, it all takes by coming to meet him at the altar and asking him to come live in your heart and everything that you ask Jesus, he'll give it to you. And and by asking him to come in your heart, he makes you alive. And once you makes you alive, then he he generates you little by little, changes your attitude and everything. Most people think that they have to be holy, that they have to do it. They, but you know, if you got the Holy Ghost, He helps you do it. Man, thank you, Jesus. New birth by the grace of God. Hmm. In the Webster's dictionary, and I looked this up in Noah's uh, Webster, and, and this is, this is uh, exactly uh, how it reads. That change by which the will and natural enmity of man, of man to God and to his law, are subdued. And a principle, of, uh, and a principle of, of supreme love to God and his law, or the holy effectiveness, are implanted in the heart of man. See, Because enmity means an enemy. And so when we first are religious, we're actually an enemy of God. And then we question a lot of things, you know. But once, once that enmity is subdued, you know, the law that's subdued, it's, it's, not, it's not there anymore. You know, the, the, you know we, the, holy effecting affections, the holy affections are implanted in the heart of us. So the word renewing is to revive, to redeem, to remake, to make anew. So if you're a Christian and going to church and you don't have none of this, then you need it. That's why you kind of, you look at other people that, that do and you like, well, you wonder what happened, you know? How come I don't feel that way? Well, you haven't been made anew. You got to be made anew. You got to be re- regenerated. Can you now see what is happening to some of you here? <laughs> after, you, after you get saved and the Holy Spirit enters into your body... which has happened to a lot of you sitting here. (laughs) You begin to renew, to get renewed right in your being, renewed by the power of faith. And everyone around you, including your old self, is surprised. Everyone around you starts bragging on you like, man, he, they, he, he didn't used to be like this or she didn't used to be like this, you know I don't know what happened. And then sometimes when the, the wives come to church first, and then the husband, he might, he might be rebellious, but then by seeing how she acts, and now she she starts she started wondering,, well, you never used to act that way, you know yeah, but now she's been renewed. So now he wants what you have, and vice versa, you know, man I, I'm, I want what you have." Man, yes, he is. And they, they're surprised at what happened to him. Man, how did that happen? You know, and and, and that and that word, that word, enmity, the world can't understand, and, and and us as Christians, we have a hard time understanding it too. Why some people just can't cooperate with God. It's like, you know, hey, we're, I'm talking about the Holy Church of God, the Holy Spirit, the, the good news. But, but we don't understand why they just can't cooperate. So, so it blows us that are, that are full of God, to so the people that don't do it. And, and they, they, get, they get mad, you know, when you're trying to preach to them, you know. And, but, but, but we don't understand why they don't do it. And later on, they'll know, and then they'll be going out to tell people. Hallelujah. Enmity. It's a feeling or, 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 you know, it's a, you know, enmity It's a feeling or, or a, how else can I do it, uh, a conviction of hostility. It's just that, it's hatred, you know, it's animosity towards God and nobody knows why, why, what did God do to you, you know? Most people are like you start preaching to God. And there he goes again preaching, you know. But don't go around Jesse because all he's going to do is talk to you about God.
1: You know?
0: Yeah, and I don't know why. Why do they do that? It's a it's a feeling of hostility, hatred. It will. In Genesis, God said to the devil Genesis three fifteen and said, "And I will put enmity between you and the woman." So a lot of times, I wonder why women get a, get get abused. You know, I mean, they, didn't, they get in marriages where they think their husband loves them and they get abused. Or they get abused even if they're not married. They're just going out with someone. Why? Because men have enmity against women and they don't even know it, you know. And the only way you're going to have a man that, that, that loves you is you're going to have to expose him to the regeneration uh, of the Holy Spirit until he changes. And, and once he changes, you you got, you got your best husband in the world. Or vice versa. <laughs> so, so ever, ever since then, the devil has had a hatred for women. So, what other kind of women get, get abused all the time? Because the devil hates women, you know? Oh, hallelujah. And men, full of the devil, have this desire in their heart to hurt women. You ever wonder that you know why why you, you see all this news and you see all these things that happen you know and why a man would even do that? Because the, a man has enmity against God, full of the devil, acts just like the devil. They're not generous uh, uh, of that, but 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 you know they they they're not you know they don't know you know they. They're not conscious of that, but they're, you know, of what's why they do it. They don't even know why they do it. They might say, I don't know why I do that, you know. And some of you have had experiences like that in the past. If you've been married for a while, like your husband say, well, I don't know why I do it, you know. It's all because it's it's inside of you. The good news, everybody say good news, yes. is that we born-again believers have been washed with the with the blood of Jesus. Oh. And he is, and, he, and he's the one that programs us. <laughs> you know, I work, I work with pacemakers and defibrillators, you know, and I, I go every day to some doctor's office or some patients, and, and what do I do? Uh, I, I reprogram them. I mean, they've been acting up, doing bad, they're hard, they've been getting shocked or they've been falling out, and, and, the, and the programming is wrong, so I have to reprogram them. You know, change this, change that, and all of a sudden they feel better. But that's the same thing Jesus does in the spirit world. Because a lot of us are, are not programmed perfectly until we join the Holy Spirit, until he comes to live in us, and then he says, hey, i got to change this and i got to change that. You don't, you're not even conscious, you know. I mean, you're asleep and he's changing you. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. <laughs> you. Oh, hallelujah. Renewing us from the heart out. Yes. That's what programming. Programming, you know, the, <laughs> over our heart. Yes. So, 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 so he programs to love. Yes. To love what? To love the things of God. Yes. Yes. And then all of a sudden that person is surprised because now this, they want to go to church. And now they want to obey what God said. before they didn't. Said, oh, what happened? Well, they got reprogrammed by the Holy Ghost. But the key is we must be born again, because no unborn again person gets reprogrammed by God. But so when you come up to the altar and you know, you don't you don't understand what you're doing, but you're asking Jesus come into my heart. I oh, forgive me for my past. You know, uh, it's, it's baptize me in the Holy Ghost. And you see some people fall out. A lot of people come visit. They don't know what's happening. You know, They get scared. I don't want to fall out. But you, no, you don't. You, 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 it's not what you want. The, the Holy Spirit is a, it's a real power that comes in you. And you, if, if you can't stand, that's too bad. That's, that, you know, he's powerful. And, and then by the time you get up and you go home, you don't know what happened. But he, pre, he reprograms you during that night. And the next day, and the next day, little by little. You started liking the things of God and, and hating the things of the world. Hmm. Our heart, you know, our will. He programmed our heart to love the things of God. But like I said, the key is we must be born again. Man, we, we, we read in the book of John, I believe it's in, in, in 3... says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see this kingdom of our God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again when when he is old? See, that's the same question that every person has that goes to just regular churches. Which you, you approach them to how they, could, they need to be born again, and the first thing that comes into their, their head, how can I be born again? I'm 30 years old. I mean, it's, 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 it's foreign to them. Can we enter the second time into our mother and be born? See, that's how, that's how they see it, you know. That's how we have to learn ourselves you know, like what Jessica was teaching now, you know, she didn't come into the church learn all that, you know. All of a sudden she's in her and she just can't help it but comes out. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. So what's water? It's the mother's womb. And of the spirit. So he has to be born of water and of the spirit. That's what Jesus told him. He, he can't enter into the kingdom of God. Unless you're born again of your woman and then you're born of God, you can't enter the kingdom of God. So so if you're planning to enter into the kingdom of God, then if you're not born again, your answer is you're not going to go in there. Okay. Yeah. That should motivate you to say, Man, I got whatever I gotta do tonight, I'm being born again, you know? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And regeneration is the impartation of a spirit. To those who are dead spiritually, because why? Why are dead spiritually? Because of their sins and the trespasses. Sin kills. Ephesians two one amplified says, "And you, everybody, say, and me. and me, if you're one of those that I'm talking to that are born again, He made alive yeah. hmm. when you were dead, slain by your trespasses and sins." So that's something to you to, to brag about to Jesus when you are praying. Thank you, Father. You made me alive. I am alive. My sins have been forgiven and wiped clean. How can I act like the old man? And you don't have to have a book of instructions. You just have to have faith that He did what He said He did, and then you start. You just automatically start acting that way. The Holy Spirit. Ever say Holy Spirit? Is the one who imparts this life. And the written word is the investment that the Holy Spirit uses in, ge- in regeneration. So question, who, who is the word? See that? Just Get to know who are you? Who is God? Who is my father? Who is the Holy Spirit? So who is the word? Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Once you know the word is Jesus, then when you pick up the word, you're not looking at it anymore like words of a book. I'm picking up Jesus. First Peter one twenty three says, you have, been, uh, you have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal origin, seed or sperm, but from the one that is uh, immortal, by the, by the ever-living and lasting word of God. So the word is Jesus, and the word makes you alive. Why? Because faith moves God. And, if, and faith in his word that says, if you receive me as your, as your Lord, I will forgive your sins and make you alive. And all you have to do is say thank you. Because that powerful word that just said that, and your powerful words to accept it, boom, came together and regenerate you. So it's all about faith. He lives in you because he says so, and you believe that. Amen. Let me read it in, in, in the message. Now that, you're, now that you're cleansed, now that you're cleaning up your life by following the truth, love one another as if your life's depended on it. So, so he's telling you to love one another as if your life depended on it. That's pretty powerful words. And I believe here, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but there's a few visitors now and then, they, gotta, they change, you know. Well, we wouldn't have this many. Um, I think Sunday morning we had like a record crowd, and, uh, and we wouldn't have had this if it hadn't started with one, two, three, four, you know, teaching this, because so they, they go out and teach themselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that you're cleansed, you're clean your life by following the truth, Love one another as if your life depended on it. Your new life is not like your old life. Your old birth came from mortal sperm. Your new life comes from God's living word. That's why you should treat the word like special, holy. Just think, a life, uh, a life conceived by God Himself. That's awesome. Are y'all listening? <laughs> that's why the that's why the prophet, you know, the prophet uh, uh, said the, the old life. And the the old life is a grow it's a it's a uh, it's a grass life. Its beauty is is short. Lived as, uh, lived as wildflowers. Grass dries up, flowers droop. God's word goes on and on forever. (laughs) That's why we stand on his word. Good things dry up, but God's word never dries up. This is a word that conceived you, the new life in you. Are you getting it? It's a word. So when you leave today, you're going to have a special knowledge and feeling for the word. In John six sixty three, in hotel, we read, "It is the Spirit that giveth life." It's plain to see when you read God's Word that the Word, you know, is Jesus or Jesus, the Word, and the instrument is the instrument that we use for gener- regeneration. But it is but it is only as the Holy Spirit uses the instrument that that the new birth it so so here we know so the word of god is the is the only thing that can regenerate you but the only one that can activate it is the holy spirit and if you don't have the holy spirit then then you're lacking something so not only do you have to get saved not only do you have to accept jesus as your lord but you sometimes when they call to the altar that i want to receive the holy spirit and that's why when a pastor lays hands on you and then receive the Holy Ghost. It's, it's amazing for us as, as, as pastors and teachers to, to lay hands on someone that has no knowledge of, uh, of what the word says about the, even the language of tongues, and all of a sudden, they boom, they go from nowhere, just and, then, and like, wow, you know, like it, it man, it works. And he, and he gives you a language that you communicate with God. That's why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit because now you know that you walk into a church full of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit has his own language that no man can understand but him. And each one of us carries that language. It's not like Spanish or English and, and, and there's dictionaries and everybody hears you. No, it, the Holy Spirit gives each one of us our own special language. And, and the only one they can understand is him and us, one to one. That's why it's so important to just uh, pray in the Holy Ghost all the time. Because you're talking to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the Spirit that gives life. Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. It's plain to see when we read the Word. That the Word is Jesus. and the instrument used in regeneration. But it's only the Holy Spirit that uses that instrument. That he, the new birth. The whole, say the Holy spirit. Holy spirit. This is my friend. Yes. And we love him. Yes. Another scripture. The, 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 I've proven in 2 Corinthians 3.6. It says. Uh, when, also, when also had made us able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter. But of the spirit. For the letter killeth but the Spirit gives us life. What does that mean? See, so he, he, he once all this happened to us, it made us ministers of His Holy Spirit. We, all of us are ministers, and all of us can minister, but you have to like ask Him what words come out of your mouth. Yes, amen. That's why when I hear Jessica, man, it just blew me away because, I mean, she's like a, uh, been ministering for 50 years. I mean, it just, it just rolls out. So, 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 so he made her a minister of the word. She didn't, have, she didn't do it on her own. It was the Holy Spirit that did it. It was an anointing. It was a touch of God. So what does this mean? There are two ways to interpret the Bible. The word outside of us and the word God written within us on a tablet or our hearts. Our flesh with the spirit of the living God. Man, I want to interpret from the inside out. I ask God, give me words. Use me. And the Amplified says, you show and make obvious that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, not written with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. So as my words are coming out, I really believe that I'm writing those words in your human hearts. You might have a notebook, but you have a notebook in your heart. When the Spirit of God begins to write the Word of God or Jesus in our hearts, then something begins to happen. Then it blows everybody's mind around you. That's because the word is being written in your heart. You can lose a notebook, but you can't lose your heart. Hmm. The nature of God begins to regenerate our nature. And soon we start acting differently. And not only, not only are, are we surprised, but everyone around us is surprised. Man, I was thinking when I was writing this on, on a person here in our church. Man, I don't even know him that, that, uh, that well, because, but, but he showed, all of a sudden, he started showing love to me. I mean, he'll come to the front. He never leaves without coming to the front and shaking my hand, and, and I fell in love with him. But that, that wasn't the first man I saw before. He didn't talk to me or anybody else. And it touched me because that's exactly what Jesus said would happen. He begins to regenerate your nature, and then we start acting differently. And Second Peter says, "Through this, he has given us his very great, oh hallelujah, and precious promise, so that through him you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires." So we escaped the corruption by the world through because of him. And we had nothing to do with it. Everything that goes, you know, in the message it says, everything that goes into life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. So when you got invited to God, then you, ha- you start getting to know intimately The person that invited you to God. And you might think it's your neighbor, but no, it was the Holy Ghost. The best invitation we ever received. We were also given absolutely terrific promises to pass on to you. Your tickets to participate in the life of God. After you turn your back on the world, corrupted by lust. So don't lose a minute in building on what you have been given. Complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love. Each dimension fitting into and developing the other. With these qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our Master Jesus. As you mature in the experience of your master Jesus. All of this is a promise that God said will be happening if you just do what he told you to do. Special understanding. That's wonderful. Alert discipline. Passionate patience. Reverent wonder. Warm friendliness. Generous love. Is the mission fitting into one developing the other? With these qualities active and growing in your lives. See, with these qualities active and growing in your life. It's not you doing it. It's a supernatural spirit working and acting in your life. That's why he said all these notes are being written in your heart right now. No grass will grow under your feet. You heard that saying a lot. Don't let grass grow under your feet. No, act right now. No day will pass without its reward as you mature. As you mature. It's promises. That means you are going to mature. You're not going to stay the same as long as you attend Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. You're never going to stay the same. You're going to mature in your experience of our Master Jesus. Without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you. See, that's why people see. I don't know what you're talking about. They, well, they can't even see it if it's to give it to them because they don't, they're not doing this. Oblivious that, that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. Oh, hallelujah. Do you need to know all this. And, and you don't need to know it in your brain. You need to know it in your heart. The words that's coming out of my mouth are going right into your hearts, written in the notebook of your heart. You know, and, and I, when I teach, I like to prove my teaching. I like to bring people up and say, now tell me everything you just heard tonight. If it's not real, what happened to you? Because I hear little things from people. I didn't hear from the, this person I'm going to call, but, but other people bragged on him. I said, "Man, that's exactly what God t- t- told me on, on on the teaching to do for everybody to get a hold of this message." This man has changed right before my very eyes. Now I was telling Martha last week. I said, "He he he, he loves me, but I don't never done nothing to to bless him. Why? How he loves me?" And even though, I mean, his family has been here, you know, I, they never talked to me, but this man just decided to just take me under his wing and he came. He comes, he, he never leaves without coming to the front. And he touched my heart. And Esteban, Esteban, right? Esteban. Come on, brother. Don't well, give me a three-minute testimony. And I went, you know, I left enough time for you to, uh, you know, tell everybody exactly what happened to you. And I, you have impressed me, man. Give me a hug. I love you, man. I love you. I love you. Start from the beginning.
2: I don't even know how to start because, it's, well, I think my wife started coming to church. And she keeps telling me every Sunday, come on, let's go. <laughs> but everybody knows, you know, the devil exists. He's there. He didn't let me. He didn't let me. When I come to church, you know, he keep putting me stuff in my way, like, you know, with my horses, drinking, and some other stuff. So finally I started coming. I met some of the brothers and Carlos and Ram keep pushing me, come on, come on, but I didn't want to listen to them. I just keep wanting to keep doing what what I was love to do, mess with my horses and drink because uh, I feel like every time I was with the horses, you know, I can drink and listen to the Spanish music and whatever. so <laughs> uh, Finally, one Sunday, I'm sitting and I got up and I started kind of praying, and, and out of the blue, I felt something. And my wife seen it and told me, I said, hey, come on, let's go to the altar. I say, no, I'm okay. I still didn't get it, so we left. So the following week, I went to do the same thing, get drunk, mess with the horses. When I came out of the, whatever place I was, I get, I get pulled over. DWI, my number four. So it doesn't look too good. But when I got pulled over, I didn't get scared. I didn't. Got, uh, I didn't act different, you know. But I, I did act different because I, I feel like I was free in that particular time when I got pulled over for some reason. So I called my wife and I told her that I had pulled over. So she said, "Don't worry, I'm coming." So she was going to get the horses and all the stuff. So well, I went to jail for the night and I was smiling and, 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 and I was feeling good. So I came out of there and the following Sunday I came and I had to surrender to God and give my life to God. Uh, because I think he already, he was asking me for, to, to surrender. But, uh, you know, the devil exists too. You know, like the pastor say, you know, the enemy is there. He didn't want to let me go. So he was keeping tried to grab me, uh, he had my arm, Well, all, all my life I've been doing the same thing for uh, 53, going to 53, so this is, I was 15 years old, we, you know, m- my, fam- my dad passed away, so my mom has to kind of take care of me and my, mom, uh, my other two brothers, so it was kind of difficult, you know, to grow the right way, so I never knew nothing about church, so it, 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 the only thing I, I knew is drinking and do whatever I wanted to do. So, well, uh, my life changed. So, I w- I went to court. <laughs> they wanted to keep me from 7 to 10 years, prison time. So, the lawyers tell me that, right? So, I told the lawyer, I said, you know what? I got a better lawyer. I know you're my lawyer, but I got, still got a better lawyer. So let's postpone the the uh, the, uh, the the case and let's come back another another month. See see. I think my 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 new lawyer, the one I got, is gonna work in my case, and I think he's really t- gonna take care of that. So, well, you know. So I keep praying and doing what, it, what it, you know, the pastor, you know, what I hear here and some of the brothers. So, I, I press and I press and I press. So I went back to court and. In nine that I do in 10 days out of, out of the 10 years. Okay. So last week, I went to turn myself in for the 10 days, all right? So the two, two, three days I was in, it was all about me and God, you know, thanking Him, you know, because 10 days, 10 years, it makes a lot of difference. And the, the third day, I kind of press and, and, and I ask uh, God, you know, uh, Holy Spirit, you know, uh, I need to, to tell me, because I need to tell these people, my inmates, I need to talk to them. I need to tell them by Jesus, by God, you know, that he changed, changed me already. So... I started sweating. I started like, oh, how me? Because being sent to jail is totally different. It's, man, it's something else. Because everybody got some problems. So, out of the blue, a guy sat right beside me and, and started telling me, you know, the problems. So, right there, I don't know how, I just said, hey, God is good. And he said, Well, I really read the Bible back and forth, and man, I don't see where it say he is good. I said, Look, I was going to get 10 years. I'm only going to do 10 days. Hey, I mean, if he did it for me, he can do it for you, brother. I mean, come on. So out of the blue, you know, things start coming out, and I start talking to him, and he's going to, I don't know, he say, man, something about you. I say, well, what? I, I don't know, but it's something about you. You're you you, you, you you're not you. I say, well, you're not me. I say, you know, because when I was talking to him, I feel my tears coming out. I, I don't know why, but I, I couldn't stop my tears coming out. So, well, the next day, uh, there was a, they got together, a couple of guys that wanted to pray. So I kind of enjoyed them. I asked them if it was okay, if I can pray with them, you know. I said, yeah, come on, come on. So when we were about to start praying, by the time I, I realized it was about 10 people already in the group, so the guy, the one he was saying that, that he wanted to pray, he looked at me and said, come on, we're going to follow your prayer. I said, oh, man, I said, I never prayed before. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm, I'm going to church, but I don't know like even how to start praying. I'm still learning. So, well, I said, God, come on once again, you know, give me something. So, yeah. So out of the blue, I started praying, and and, and, and things came out. I don't. Don't ask me because I don't remember. So, <laughs> so it went on, and uh, God is good, and, and I know I had a bad, rough time, and I'm still going through some stuff, and you know, me and my wife. But she's been a, a lot of support for me all the years that she came here by herself, and me wandering around out there. And, and uh, I know it, it's not easy, but God is real. I mean. I can nail, like I talked to Ram last, last week. I, I told him, you know, nail. I still love my horse. I still like, but except drinking. I give up that already. I don't have, uh, that's it. But nail, I look things totally different. I don't look things the same way I used to look at it. Because nail, I get up in the morning. I pray. I go to my closet. Well, when my wife to go to work, I go take over the closet. And... uh I spend time with God and thank Him a lot because I don't know what I uh, probably would end up in prison for those ten years or something else would have happened to me. You know who knows? So now I do my time with Him and I feel so free when I walk out to the horses. It's I don't know. It's hard for me to explain how I feel, and, and but it's so real. You know, I'm pretty sure y'all know. And uh, even I had a, one of my horses has been bounded for uh, last year. He got hurt, and and I was still ran. I say, look, you know, I know the pastors. that always say, you know, hey, you know, pray and say you heal, you heal, and and believe that and and, and have that. And so kind of did, did that to my horse. I went out there and kind of <laughs> push him. Say God, you know, I pray and and, and I say. Of course, you heal, you heal, so whatever, you know. And, hey, she's a lot better now. I think uh, his swallow went out, and uh, she's doing so good. So, far as, you know, I'm trying to press more, and I want to learn more, and I'm trying to have, you know, Jesus to use me, how, you know, however he wants me, you know. And uh trying to convince my sisters and, and my sons and to come. But uh, God... Pretty sure he will make for them to come. So man, the, I know they see me totally different. Even my neighbor, that haven't talked to him for years, because he got mad at me for whatever reasons. <laughs> 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 but hey, the enemy works and and try to to work with me. And, you know, try to still block me. Because uh, my neighbor came uh, uh, and he even told me, "I say, are you okay? Something wrong with you?" I say. I say no, I'm good. I say, did your wife left you? I said, wow, you know. I said no. I said she's at work right now. Well, I think uh, she's at work. <laughs> I don't know. We we'll find out at five o'clock. She, uh, she Am I, she my dad or not? Do You know something about? Her? You know. Well. So that day went on, and, and next day, I got up in the morning. And I pray, say God, you me know. He's using my neighbor, my enemy, using my neighbor for you know whatever he is. Keep it separated, you know, move it out of the way. <laughs> so I went to the bag, started working in my yard. I heard boys calling me, calling me. So it was him again. He was out there by the fence. And he pointed me with something. I'm like, what did he got? So I get closer. He tried to give me a, uh, some weed uh, uh, to smoke. And I never smoked. Weed, it was never been my thing. So I say right there, man, the enemy. For somehow, some, I don't know, he tried to mess with my... So I, I I told her I gotta go, man. I said I'm sorry. No, but yeah, listen smoke this cigarette. I said I don't even smoke cigarette, regular cigarette. So <laughs> I ain't not gonna grab that for sure. I said my thing was is drink it, but not smoking. So I said, you know what? Man. So I kinda prayed and prayed, God, and, and he's kinda been been out, out of my way. So God is good and man. So Jesse amen. Thanks, God, and uh <laughs>
0: Thank you. Hey, don't go anywhere. Wait. Hold. Now, okay, that's his testimony, right? See, the reason I got touched, because other people were telling me things about him that, that just said, oh, you should not known him then, and, you know, meant he would this and he that, and I said, wow, because that's not the man I know. The man I know is full of love, you know, especially because he's been showing me full of love, and so, uh, but... Uh, whoever was close to him knows. So, if you don't mind, your wife, where's your wife? If you don't mind, uh, come and tell us a little bit about the change you saw in him, because you you uh you came first, and then all of a sudden, huh, were you surprised that he started? Uh, come on, they want to hear from you. you know? Wives need to talk too, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's there every day. They know she they she knows how he acted before. And he and he, she knows how he's acting now, and God had, had did it all, you know.
3: My husband was before he used to like to drink a lot on the weekends. Um, it was all about his horses all the time as soon as he got home, he would go straight to the to the stalls then see him to that nighttime in the mornings, always in the stalls all always about his horses all the time he didn't worry about nothing else but his horses and um the weekends, always at the horse race, drinking. And um, he has changed a lot ever since he started coming to church. Gave his life to God. He has really changed. Uh, I also tell him that I'm real proud of him because of the man he has become. Yeah. with Christ like And I tell him. And it's true. I, I told him the other day. Because I I even look at him, I'm like, really, that's you? (laughs) I say it to myself, because I have to look at him twice. Is that you? Because the way he was, I mean, he was always right, never wrong. And it had to be his way, because, oh, my God. But I gave God all the honor and all the glory for changing him.
0: I'm free. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> who, who, who here? One of our ushers or somebody told me the testimony, and they were really impressed. Anybody? Tell? Because they already also told me things that they were impressed with him. Maybe you can share about I can't remember if it was Carlos or somebody here, you know. Who? Homero? Was that you, Homero? No, Ram, Ram. Where's Ram? Okay, yeah, come in, Ram. Yeah, because see, somebody told me that's why I I was uh, that's what my lesson was was kind of born out of that. I went home and started researching. I said, man, I gotta find out what makes you know the testimony that regenerates you. Yeah, and, and that's why you know, like I I know that you were bragging and some of his friends about him when they first come and how you noticed
1: that and how he's now. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I haven't known him long, but uh, since just being here and. and even just in a short amount of time, you know, God could, God, God, can make it happen quick, you know. And uh, I know his wife is super proud of him, and, 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 not, and not just her, but, I mean, all of us, man, you know, just because I told him when I was talking to him Saturday, I mean, you know, it's like Pastor, Pastor said uh, Sunday is like, you know, you, you can pray and pray and pray, but, but, but there has to be faith. There has to be action, you know, and, and his wife prayed, prayed, prayed. But, but, but the action behind it was that she left her husband and came to church. You know, and, 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 and that's, te- that, that's our testimony, too, mine and my wife. My wife left me. And there has to be an action to, to, show, to show God that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I love my husband. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my job. But God comes first. You know what I mean? God comes first. And, 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 and I know the same testimony as my wife. She had to, she, she, uh, uh, she had to say, hey, look. Lord, hey, look, I, I pray and pray. I do my part, but, and I'm going to go to church because I love you. You take care of that. You know, and, and, and speaking to him, you know, his, his faith, you know, he started coming. I, don't understand, I didn't understand everything Ram, when I came, and I didn't understand. None of us do. You know, when I came and, and seen people getting hands laid on and speaking in tongues, you can ask my wife. I wanted to run out. But, but the thing was, is like, you know, when, when, when you have your encounter with Christ, you know your first encounter, because there's many after that. But, but when you have your first encounter with Christ, like He told me He did, it's like, man, you, don't, you, you everything else is, you know, it's like, man, you know, Lord, this, thank God for opening my eyes, you know, because it's the enemy that, that that keeps you blinded. The Bible says that He blinds the minds and the eyes of the unbeliever, you know, so you won't see. And and it's when you have your encounter, it's like it's like. The Lord, it's like the Lord took the blinders off and now you can see and you're like, man, this is, this was, I was, I was missing this. And that's why you always hear people say is like, if, if I'd have known this, I would have gave my life to Christ way back, you know, but, 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 and, and I'm, you know, I, his faith, man, you know, it doesn't take long. I mean, uh, the Bible, I, like I shared about Jesus when he was limited on doing miracles in his own hometown because of their unbelief. This is Jesus, the King of kings, Lord of lords. The Bible says he was limited in his hometown from doing miracles because of their unbelief. But when you believe, it doesn't matter. Even if you're a year in, months in, days in, your faith, that's what moves Christ. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith, right? And then he started telling me that he's like, man, you know what? I hear and I see and I believe and I believe. He said, man, my horse had something wrong with the knee. I laid hands on the horse. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, if you, some of your kids, you go, they lay hands on the dolls and they lay hands on the, you know, they're getting it. Because, the, and I told, and I told Stefan, I said, here's the thing. It's your faith. It doesn't matter. God will hear your faith. Because there's people sitting in the church for, for 10, 20 years that still have unbelief. It ain't going to move. It's his faith. And that's how it works with each and every one of us. It has to be your faith, you know, how much trust God, be sold out to Christ. And it might even sound crazy sometimes. It's going to sound crazy what you're believing for. You know, it's like she said, it's like, man, I have to look twice. You know, it's like, it's like and that's like a lot of wives here. That's a lot of wives here. You know, and I, I, that's, that's why I said this, this church is, is, is it's, uh, you can't come here with a broken marriage and, and, and tell us that it, ain't, it can't work. Because they ain't going to hear it here. You know, from, from the pastors down, from the pastors down, you know, God is a God of restoration. You know, it's like, man, it's like nothing is too far. You know, when we get in the presence of God and, 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 and we're well, the healers in the house now, the, restor- the, the restorers in the house. You know, the, 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 the miracle worker, the, the, the addiction breaker, everything, you know, and, and, and that's what happens. You know, so it doesn't have to take long. It's on us. You could sit there and sit there and sit there for years, and, and, or, and somebody can come and, and, and for a few services and receive it. And you haven't still. It, it, it counts all on your faith. You know what I mean? And, and God is so good that He's no respecter of a person, like He said. It says, and I told him, I said, if you keep on coming in the way your faith is, you're going to pass a lot of people up. Because God's not, that's how it works. That's how it works. You know, and God is so good, and it's just not a step on, man. I mean, we, we, we've seen it with everybody. I mean, pastors could tell you. I mean, every, I mean, just people that I was talking with Peter last night, and Peter was telling me, it's like, man, I, I, I'm just in awe, man. It's like, you know, it's like we started at, we started at Pastor Jesse's house, the first service, Power of Love Church. And it went, from there, it went to a cemetery. You know, my sister-in-law's job over there took us to the cemetery, <laughs> you know, with all the dead folks. And, and, uh, but we alive, we alive, you know, and, uh, and we look back and we were talking me and Peter and I was like, man, you know, it's like, and you think about it and it's like over 10 years and it's like, man, it's gone by like that. And I told Peter, I said, check it out, Peter. Here's the thing though. There's people that how many, there's people that's come and gone, come and gone, come and gone. And there's a certain few that's man is like, they holding on. Like pastor said, we, 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 the bulldog Tenacity. We holding on, you know, we holding on. And, and, and here's the thing, it's like, and then we see people that's been, been with, like, for two years, three years, four years, and still coming. And me and Peter were talking, it's like, man, I, I'm proud of them, man, because I know when, when, you, when somebody's been here more than a year, two years, three years, I know that the enemies attacked you. I know that the enemies brought something and try to knock you off course. That's his job. But, but, but what, what I looked at it like, man, I'm proud of them because I know they got through that. You know what I mean? They got through that. And, and you only become stronger through all that. Amen? So God is so good, man. Hey, keep going. Like we said, hey, uh, this is just, test, this is just, a, I told him, I said, man, this is just part of your testimony, Stefan. This is, I can't, man, God's going to, I've already seen, i already, God already showed me, man, you, God wants to use your marriage. You're going to be ministering to married couples. You know what I mean? It's like, man, God is so good. Hallelujah! Woo.
0: So don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given. complementing your basic faith with all this spiritual understanding, alert discipline, uh, passionate patience, reverent wonder, one friendliness, and generous love. Each dimension fitting into developing the other. With this qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without His reward, as you mature in the experience of our Master Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. So right now, by faith, if you need anything, if you want to be born again, if you never accepted Jesus Christ, if you need something, to, you know, maybe you need help by us laying hands on you. The anointing is here. You know, I mean, I, I love to lay hands on people and so they'll receive exactly what they came for. So and, 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 and what moves God is faith. So just run up to the altar and make a line right here. And let me lay hands on you. And, uh, and if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord, then separate yourself over here on one side. The rest of the people, can just line up over here. And we will, you will never leave the same in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.